like NASCAR? Do you like a tribe called Quest? Well, you gonna love the urban conservative. Do you like manwich and nachos? Well, then you'd love the urban conservative. Do you like guns? Do you like butter? Well, you're going to love the urban conservative. Yo, what's good, son? You like pitbulls, say? You like solving Sudoku puzzles? Then you're going to love the urban conservative. Hey, buddy. If your car making a sound like this, you might want to get you some power steering fluid and check out the Urban Conservative Podcast. Are you repulsed by the idea of drag queen story time at your local library, but enjoy Carol Baskin TikTok memes? Then you would enjoy the Urban Conservative. TV, bridging communities worldwide. We broadcast diverse international content from Europe, Asia, Africa, and now right here in the USA. Watch us via Roku on your smart TV. Submit your own content to 1530entertainmentllc at gmail.com. Download the Millennium TV app from the App Store to stream our shows anywhere, anytime. Millennium TV. This season of the Urban Conservative Podcast is brought to you by Newton for Senate, working to improve education, reduce taxes, and keep North Carolina number one for business. Find out more at newtonforsenate.com. This episode of the Urban Conservative has also been sponsored by Case Technology Consulting. Help your business get value out of its data and become more efficient and streamlined. Case Technology Consulting. Check out the link in the description. Good morning to you, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the show. I am Adul Ali. Good morning. I hope you are staying as dry as possible if you are in North Carolina because we're getting inundated with the wetness right now. But I hope everybody is doing well. Got yourself a good cup of coffee. Want to give a big shout out to our friends and family and all our supporters that check out the show. If you haven't done so already, please jump on over to tuconservative.com. Get yourself a membership. That way you can help us keep doing what we do, spreading conservatism to urban communities across the country. Secondly, I want to give a big thank you to our friends and family over at Millennium TV. Make sure you get your Millennium TV 24 app so that you can watch us on your Roku, Amazon, and Apple Smart TVs, as well as your Samsung Smart TVs. You can always go to millenniumnewstv24.com. Check that out as well. Uh, great, great start to the year, folks. I had my first executive committee meeting last night. Shouts out to uh, representative-elect uh, Kevin Crutchfield. His wife was unanimously appointed to our executive committee in Cabarrus County last night. So shouts out to her and everybody that came out to support. I know a lot of GOPs 
are in um we're, we're all watching with bated breath uh for 12 o'clock noon today and we're going to talk about that in just a minute mugshot of the day we're back at RTUC Mug. We're, we're regular mugging it for today. Don't forget, send us a picture of you with your favorite coffee mug, and we'll get you posted on the show for our mugshot of the week. Submit that to, to youconservative at gmail.com. So without further ado, we have a very interesting show for you. We're going to spend some time talking politics with a very good friend of the show, someone I highly respect. I've seen all over North Carolina doing our thing. We actually had a chance to uh, cross promote as as a district chair and I as a county chair to go to each other's events. So um, I'm excited for this conversation. If you listen, don't you don't want to miss this. You're going to want to hit that share button, folks. This is one you're going to want to make sure that you tell people is happening as soon as the conversation starts. I am so proud to have with us this morning for top of the morning, our good friend, Michelle Woodhouse. Welcome to the show, Miss Michelle. Well, good morning. Thank you so much for having me. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Okay, so you coffee mugging it this morning. What you got for us? I am. Adventure is out there. Nice, nice, yeah. nice, nice. Got your mug shot for the day. I am sipping an exclusive French Express blend. So shouts out to French Express for their support. If you're in the Cabarrus County area, stop by any French Express location. Get yourself some coffee. So Michelle. Michelle, 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 we have over the last two days and prepping to get you on the show have had some interesting conversations. I think we start with the elephant in the room, which is D.C. is a mess. Uh, the yeah. House of Representatives is an absolute mess. No. Well, I don't think it's a mess, actually. I I love what's happening. I think this is really what the grassroots in this party wanted to see happen. Um, we Mitch McConnell, Kevin McCarthy, and Ronna McDaniel all promised a red tsunami to the to the conservative voters across this country, and they didn't deliver. And in the private sector, where I come from, where you come from, where your listeners come from, if your top three executives don't deliver, you don't promote them. And so I think that's where we're sitting right now. And um, I'm looking at some of the people, North Carolina's own Dan Bishop up there fighting um, to get a true conservative speaker of the house. Um, I, I think it's great. I think it's great for democracy, but I also think it's really the shot in the arm that the grassroots needed so that they can feel valued over the establishment wing of this party. Absolutely. Now, you mentioned uh, our good friend, Dan Bishop. I actually, well, he's got a piece of my county now, so I could technically say I'm one of his county chairmen. Uh, Dan is an absolutely amazing representative. He's up there fighting for us. What, what do you think about this idea that Jim Jordan, as, as great of a, a representative as he is, only got 20 votes? What do you chalk that up to? Well, it, it's kind of interesting because Jim Jordan got up on vote number two, to nominate and throw his support publicly behind Kevin McCarthy. Jim Jordan has voted for McCarthy three times and Jordan got up for the second vote and gave the nominating speech. And then Jordan picked up more votes than McCarthy picked up after that speech. So, you know, what I'm looking for, and I think a lot of conservatives are looking for is we want a wartime speaker. I, the Republicans have one chamber and Mitch McConnell and the Republicans that just crossed over on that disastrous omnibus bill have really set the house up to fail at least through September. Anyway, I don't know how much they're going to be able to actually do and right. for someone who's fiscally conservative, talking to someone else who's fiscally conservative, talking to an audience that's fiscally conservative. 
seeing a 5400 page bill with billions of dollars of pork in it you know makes even my hair stand up so, so i saw i saw the other day uh mitch mcconnell as you mentioned him he's hosting joe biden i think it's today actually uh they're going to be hosting him joe biden and a democrat governor uh i think the democrat governor of ohio or one of them uh, what I like your idea that this is kind of invigorating for the grassroots, but do you think it sends a signal at all that Republicans won't be able to get much done? There's going to be a lot of that circular firing squad this go around. Well, I, I think most people, if they were objective, looked and said Republicans can't get a, probably get a lot done. Um, they're going to they're they're segments of of the population that want the House of Representatives to be uber focused on investigations. Investigate Hunter Biden's laptop, investigate Joe Biden, investigate the weaponization of the Department of Justice. Mm. And then there are other people out here that are, you know, spending $100 for a bag of groceries and $60 still to fill up their gas tank saying, I want you to fix the economy. I want you to close the border. I want you to do things that impact my every single day life. And so Republicans are going to have to find a balance. While I think the investigations are important, they're going to have to put policies in place that are going to quickly win over the American voters if we want to use this as a platform for victory in 2024. Um, but you know, I think I think what's happening in the House, what happened in the House yesterday um, was energizing for the grassroots. I, I really do. And we'll see what happens today because Kevin McCarthy has to get to 218. That's the magic number. He's at 202. He's got 20 against him right now, voting against him. He's got to win over 16 of those 20. And I just don't, I don't know where, how he what, does that. I don't see. What do you give him? What, like, what do you give him? Well, and I don't think people like Dan Bishop want something. This isn't a quid pro quo. And it's mm. frustrating for me to watch Newt Gingrich and other establishment talking heads on Fox News really personally attacking these 20 using words like crazy and radical. And someone yesterday, another Republican member of the House called them terrorists in their behavior. That is un that's divisive. When 20 conservatives are saying Kevin McCarthy is not the conservative leader that we want in the House based on working with him since 2009, I'm going to listen and pay attention when there are people like Dan Bishop, who I know is not going in there demanding anything from, from Kevin McCarthy. So I don't see a path to 218 for him. I think one of the things I would encourage everyone to watch, the person that really was surprising yesterday in the third vote. Now recognize mm. this hasn't happened in a hundred years. So right. this is crazy to watch anyway. <laughs> um, Representative Byron Donalds had voted for Kevin McCarthy twice. And then on the third vote, mm. he switched his vote to Jim Jordan and he came out publicly and said, I don't think Kevin has the votes to get to 218. We've got to move in a different direction. So how mm. many of the 202 that have been locked in on McCarthy jump in and say, you know what, this is an exercise in futility. We've got to get behind someone else, be it Jim Jordan, Chip Roy, Dan Bishop, North Carolina's own Patrick McHenry's name is mm. out there as possible Speaker of the House. So I think, uh, do I think it gets solved today? Probably not, but it's super fun to watch.
Super fun to watch. Ladies and gentlemen, we are talking with Michelle Woodhouse, former NCGOP 11th District Chair, Politico, and all-around cool individual who knows a lot about politics. We are on what you're watching top of the morning here on the Urban Conservative and Millennium TV 24. We're going to take a very quick commercial break, and we will be right back. Millennium TV, bridging communities worldwide. We broadcast diverse international content from Europe, Asia, Africa, and now right here in the USA. Watch us via Roku on your smart TV. Submit your own content to 1530entertainmentllc at gmail.com. Download the Millennium TV app from the App Store to stream our shows anywhere, anytime. Millennium TV. Just because you're black doesn't mean you have to vote Democrat. This year, in order to see benefits for our communities, we need to vote outside the box. Find out more by visiting us at TUConservative.com. Welcome back to Top of the Morning, ladies and gentlemen. We appreciate you being here with us. We hope you're having a fantastic morning so far. You've got yourself a cup of coffee, maybe some scrambled eggs and an English muffin. What's what's the Michelle Woodhouse go-to breakfast? Coffee. <laughs> Somebody said to me yesterday, said, do you drink a lot of water? I said, yes, I drink lots of water. I just filter it through coffee beans. There you go. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we, we've talked a little bit about the, the national scene. Um, and, and again, I, I just got to give a big shout out to Dan Bishop, you know, representing us here in North Carolina, staunch conservative dude. We really appreciate everything that Dan's up there fighting for. He exposed a lot about what was in that omnibus bill, that monstrosity of a thing. I, um, I, okay. So here's the thing, right? Here's, here's my thing. I know they have staff, Michelle. I know they pay people to be up there on staff, but how do you physically expect someone inspect, expect someone to read a 5,400-page bill with gosh knows how many addendums and additions to it and then vote on it within a day or so? How do, how do they expect people to... And this is... I'm, I'm not just solely laying this at the feet of Democrats because we've done it. The Republicans have done it. How do they expect that? And how do we fix that in D.C.? Well, it's such a great question. And I think it's really what's at the heart of the McCarthy situation, because if you followed Chip Roy and and I know you do and I love Chip Roy, congressman out of Texas, if your listeners aren't and watchers aren't following Chip Roy, go to YouTube uh, and and make yeah. a new cup of coffee because you'll be there for hours just watching him. He is the real deal. But they're really pushing for changes in rules so that right. that can't happen. So you're voting on single issue bills that you have more than um, 72 hours to read a bill. Um, and, and I, to your point, we can't just lay it at the feet of Democrats. There are Republicans that voted for that omnibus bill in the Senate led by led by Mitch. They voted for it and they didn't read it. Mm. I think what they read for is what kind of pork is going to come into my my state? What do I get out of this? That's that's what they're reading for. That's the highlight reel for most of them, unfortunately. And it's not about um, what that bill or a bill like that is going to do to our country. So I think that's to your point. You and I both think it's common sense. Give me a bill that I can read, um, that I can understand, that focuses on one thing. And if we're going to put in place a bill coming out of the Senate that's going to keep the government open, right? It's a government budget bill. 
shouldn't be sending money to a gay rights Peace Corps outreach in Los Angeles or building a bridge to protect squirrels in Eastern North Carolina or whatever other nonsense is in there. We saw it with infrastructure. 19 Republicans crossed over and voted on an infrastructure bill that had 3% infrastructure in it. Don't even call it an infrastructure bill. That's not an infrastructure bill. And those 19 Republicans that crossed over set the Biden agenda in process for the last two years. That was the first domino that fell. And and this is why I keep coming back to why I think yesterday was so good for America and Americans is people are tired of that nonsense over and over and over again. And um, they want something different. So, you know, I think give shout outs. If your member of Congress is supporting a different, is supporting someone other than Kevin McCarthy, give them a shout out. If they aren't, call their office and tell them what you want them to do, because this is an opportunity for constituents really to be heard. Excellent. So one, one other thing I'll know, because we're going to switch here to, to some more North Carolina stuff. One thing I talked to somebody the other day, and, and that very thing came up about that infrastructure bill and how about 3% of it. I said, look, you can't go to the supermarket and buy something that has 3% juice and call it juice. It's not juice. It's It might be a flavored beverage. It might be a a, a drink flavor. But that, you know, unless it says 100% juice on it, it ain't juice. And right. that made me like, oh, you've got a point. So here in North Carolina, we have got a veto-proof um, majority in the Senate. We've got all but what they're calling a functional majority in our state house you know, obviously with the Roe versus Wade decision coming down with the current Moore versus Harper situation in front of the, um, you know, the Supreme Court at a high level. What do you think you're going to see coming out of the North Carolina state legislature this cycle? Well, let's talk about two things. What do I think I'm going to see? What do I hope I see? Because I think they're two different things. Mm. What I think that we'll see come out of the General Assembly will be Medicaid expansion. I think the House will take it up in some uh, form or fashion, not with the Senate sent over. I do think we've got some really strong conservatives that are hard nosed um, that are new into the Senate, Bobby Hannig, Tim Moffat. So I'm really looking to conservatives to stand firm and block Medicaid expansion. We'll see if that happens. Um, I think medical marijuana is being pushed through the Senate. Let's see what that does in the House. But I think they closed out the short session with those two top issues. So let's see um, what happens next steps. But I do think those are top issues. Unfortunately, to me, I think the two top issues that I want to see coming out of the General Assembly are a Born Alive bill Mm -hmm. and a transgender sports bill. And I bring those up because I think they're so critically important to what's really happening in the state of North Carolina right now. When we look at our conservative neighbors, South Carolina, Tennessee, Alabama, places in the southeast that have taken um, their General Assembly has put in place either a 12 or 15 week abortion ban, a heartbeat bill some type of state reaction to the Roe v. Wade uh, situation. Um, Now North Carolina has sadly become an abortion destination state. We're up over 20%. More abortions are performed in the state of North Carolina than any state in the Southeast since the Dobbs case. So I'm looking to the General Assembly to stop that, to to put forth legislation that is going to change us from a 20-week abortion state to a heartbeat or less than 12 weeks Mm. and a transgender sports bill. We've got to stop these boys playing sports with girls. 
Yeah, I just was. I saw something the other day. A wrestling match. Uh, I'm gonna call it what it is. This boy that think he's a girl uh, injured uh, this little girl. You know, she's been in wrestling ten years, and to have this one match where you know she slammed, he she gets slammed a certain way and breaks her clavicle, whatever this bone is, right? Yeah, bro, that broke would have never happened if she was wrestling a biological female. So I, I think you're right. I think that's an important issue. I, I, one of the things we've seen, we know that's coming up as you look at the makeup of the General Assembly, these folks are gonna have to take up some important issues going into that. And a big part of that is gonna be the governor's race and some other things. So we're gonna take a quick commercial break. We wanna talk about 2024 on the horizon for Republicans. You're watching Top of the Morning here on Millennium TV and the Urban Conservative. Don't go nowhere, we'll be right back. This season of the Urban Conservative Podcast is brought to you by Newton for Senate, working to improve education, reduce taxes, and keep North Carolina number one for business. Find out more at newtonforsenate.com. This episode of the Urban Conservative has also been sponsored by Case Technology Consulting. Help your business get value out of its data and become more efficient and streamlined. Case Technology Consulting. Check out the link in the description. Welcome back to Top of the Morning, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Adul Ali. You're watching on Millennium TV 24 on your Amazon, Apple, or Roku TV. And on your Samsung Smart TV, make sure you get that Millennium 24 app so that you can watch our content anytime, anywhere. Big shouts out to Noor and Stu and the whole team over at Millennium 24. And big up to my brother Raheem running production in the background. We appreciate the love, bro. Again, mug shot today. We on TUC mug, ladies and gentlemen. If you want one of these, jump on over to TUConservative.com. Get yourself a membership. You get yourself a mug. We're kicking it with Michelle Woodhouse this morning. Y'all know I'm very, I covered the interview space on my show, so it's got to be real if I got somebody on Michelle, thanks for being with us. Um, we've talked a little bit about national stuff. We dove into some stuff we're going to see in North Carolina. But here's the, the big question. We've got 2024 looming. Um, you've got President Donald, former President Trump has already announced his intention. You've got people uh, hoping Ron DeSantis gets into it. What are your thoughts about Roy Cooper running for president? And let me let me let me preface this with this. He can take credit for all of the work that Republicans, the economic work that Republicans have done in the General Assembly, when we have the size of the budget we do and the large surplus we have, that makes a strong case for him as a guy that can work across the aisle and blah, blah, blah. We know that's a load of crap. But what is your take on Cooper as a, a potential presidential candidate? I think Roy Cooper checks a lot of boxes for the Democrats. And he is, if, you know, Love him or hate him from a policy standpoint, Roy Cooper is charming mm. and he's charismatic and he's an excellent speaker and he evokes trust. Um, we saw it during COVID when every day he stood at that political pulpit and said he was saving, you know, grandma 
and protecting North Carolinians. To your point, he'll take all the credit for the balanced budget for number one business state in the country, um, a surplus, businesses growing here, 160 people a day moving to North Carolina. He'll take credit for all of it. Um, and he, what he wants as his legacy is Medicaid expansion. That's what he wants. He's never wavered since he be, uh, moved into the governor's mansion, which is why I'm hoping that the Republican Senate will block that from happening because that's that's what Cooper wants. I think Roy Cooper is definitely on the radar. Um, he was a name tossed around when Biden was running as a vice presidential um, mm. running mate. Um, but I, I mean, they had different plans. They they wanted a woman in that spot for sure. Um, so we have the ever charming Kamala. But Cooper will. Um, I think he's definitely going to be on the national the national scene. Whether he runs for president or ends up um, in something else is is yet to be seen. But I think you, we've got to be aware that that's probably forthcoming. Something on the national national scene for him. And you know, you and I, we've talked about it. Cooper is uh, policy wise can't stand where he, where he is. Um, he presents himself as a moderate, but he governs as a liberal. If you look at what he does. Um, he's a contrarian. He's difficult. Um, he primaried people in his own party because they voted with Republicans on a really good budget. Um, that was a lot of what he wanted in the budget anyway, but people crossed him and he brought him into their office and introduced them to who he was going to run against them. And I mean, he's dirty. He's bare knuckled. There's no question about it. But if he ran for governor today in North Carolina, if term limiting allowed him to do that, he would win. So the thing, the, the, the one thing that, and, and I know this is going to sound mean, but I just, it terrifies me at how smooth the guy is. Like I've seen him at events. It's terrifying how charming and likable the guy is. But to your point, to politely bring you into the room and introduce you to the person that's about to primary you, that's house of cards-ish diabolical to me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but but one, one thing I, I'm looking at is this, and I heard this, tell me if you've heard this, what would it look like to have a Roy Cooper, Raphael Warnock ticket? Yeah, that's, I haven't heard that one. I think uh, Gretchen Whitmer is probably the one to look at. Um, oh. Michigan is uh, is for sure a swing state and a critical win for Democrats in a in a nationwide race. Gre funny story, Gretchen and I were sorority sisters in college at Michigan State. Wow. Um, yeah, so, but I think that's probably one to look for. Uh, I don't think Democrats will run two men. I just don't think they're they're so focused on gender identity. Yeah. They're so focused on wokeness. Um, they they're gonna want someone who checks more boxes than Warnock checks. Um, so I think uh, that I think they're gonna look for someone who's a lot more diverse than gotcha. uh, than Warnock. Um, and candidly, I think Warnock likes a microphone too much. If Roy Cooper's running for president, he's not giving that microphone to anybody. They will definitely be second on the ticket and there'll be no question about the pecking order. Um, I know that's right. Right, right. And you know, it, it's, it's gonna be fascinating. Democrats, who do they run? Because they can't run Kamala. If they run Biden again, we'll take it all day if we've got the right person. Um, but what we saw, I think, in 22 tells us that the American voters don't hold Joe Biden accountable for anything. They don't hold him accountable for the disaster at the border. They don't hold him accountable for the disastrous economy. They don't hold him accountable for crime. They don't hold him accountable 
at all. They still think some Democrats did a great job of positioning their message that we're, we're still trying to clean up from Trump. And this is all still a result of COVID. And, um, you know, so it's it'll it's going to be really, really fascinating to see what happens in 24 on the national scene. Um, whomever Republicans put at the top of that ticket. And I think we're going to have, sadly, a bloody knuckled primary with a whole lot of people in it. And I think it'll get nasty. But we have to be so smart in who we vote for in those primaries, because whomever comes out at the top of that ballot, especially in a state like North Carolina, will determine everything down ballot. If we have any shot of putting a Republican in the in the governor's mansion, we have to make sure the right Republican is running for president because there'll be a lot of anti-votes if it's the wrong person. Absolutely. So look, ladies and gentlemen, we have been kicking it this morning with Michelle Woodhouse, who knows all things politics. Quick lightning round for you. Quick lightning round. So first time on our morning show, you've got to go through the lightning round before we get out of here. So first thing, hamburger or hot dog lady? Vegan. Vegan. Okay. Are you a Beyond Meat person or are you a, a no? No, no beyond meat. Okay. Vegan means no cheese too, correct? No, I have no no cheese. Um, I do eat some so we're a little modified. I do eat fish now, but I had I was strictly vegan for 10 years. So no no dairy. All right, so you're a pesca you're a pesco lady. Mm -hmm. All right, yeah. real quick. So Michelle, we we really appreciate having you on the show. We want you to come back. We definitely want to talk more with you. Um we'll bring you back on the show soon. Um how can people follow you? Keep up with all things Michelle Woodhouse. Oh my gosh, it's so sweet. Now, I've had such a great, great time and congratulations. I'm sorry. The lightning round was only one question because I threw off the hamburger or hot dog. Um, you did. You threw it off. It's okay. We'll, 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 we'll recircle. Sorry. Well, yeah, we'll come up with some other things. Tofu or, you know, say Wait. So here's my thing, right? I've tried the, to the tofu. I just, the consistency. I can't. I I'll make you something. I promise. You'll okay, love it. I got to jump in. Interruption from the studio. Foul on the play, lightning round didn't make it. I got you on the vegan questions. Red beans or black beans? Oh, black beans. Okay. Okay. Mm. You're a black bean person. Chipotle or no chipotle? Ooh, chipotle. Chipotle. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Vegan cheese or just opt out of the cheese? Oh, cashew vegan cheese. I live near Asheville, so I have vegan cheeseries. I don't think that's a word, but we have an now. amazing place in Asheville called Dare, and they make their own amazing cashew vegan cheese. And I pass it, people come to my house and they're like, this isn't, and then they eat it. They're like, oh, wow. It's kind of like tofu. If you don't know you're eating it, and someone who's really good puts it into something, all of a sudden you're like, well, that's delicious. Okay. Nike or Adidas? Nike. Okay. Yeah. Stallone or Schwarzenegger? Oh. Mm. Oh, I think Rocky all the way. Okay, she's a Rocky lady. All right. All right. Good what to know. You got, Ali? You got another one? Uh, who was, if you, so last question here. Okay. You are, it, it has to go down. There's no talking your way out of it. You're getting into a physical altercation. It's just, there's no diplomacy is not to be had. And you have two people to pick from. You have Michelle Obama or Ivanka Trump. Who do you want in the fight with you? Or Melania Trump, I'm sorry. You got Melania and you got uh, Michelle Obama. Who do you want in the fight? And we're having a physical fight. 
You have to fight your way out. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Michelle Obama and I'm hiding behind her 100%. (laughs) (laughs) I figured you would say that. Ladies and gentlemen. Great answer. Great answer. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been watching Top of the Morning here on Millennium TV and on the Urban Conservative. We've been kicking it with Michelle Woodhouse. We will definitely have you back on the show. We appreciate you coming in to kick it. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure you're right back here tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. for Top of the Morning and every Monday night at 8 p.m. for the Urban Conservative podcast. Thank you to all of our underwriters and sponsors. If you want to sponsor an episode or underwrite a season of the Urban Conservative, please visit us, tuconservative.com. For my twin brother, Raheem Soto, and our guest, Michelle Whithouse, y'all have an amazing day, and we'll see you back here tomorrow morning on Top of the Morning. Peace and love, y'all. TV, bridging communities worldwide. We broadcast diverse international content from Europe, Asia, Africa, and now right here in the USA. Watch us via Roku on your smart TV. Submit your own content to 1530entertainmentllc at gmail.com. Download the Millennium TV app from the App Store to stream our shows anywhere, anytime. Millennium TV.